Welcome to another episode of Today's Tick. My name is Trent Scheidecker. I'm a chiropractor and I'm also an advocate for chiropractors who locate, analyze, and facilitate the correction of vertebral subluxation for the better expression of the body's innate intelligence. Each week we like to study in an inspiring principle, question, or chiropractor to help you acquire today's philosophy, science, and art of chiropractic. Thanks for investing your time with us as a student of chiropractic. Now let the class begin. The speculative method by deduction, introspection, and hypothesis erects elaborate structures of belief or philosophy on the slight foundations of fact. In this method, the processes are essentially subjective, deductive, and prior. The mind works from assumed cause to effect from subjective thought into the objective world. Great thinkers in all ages have thus formulated complete schemes covering whole departments of knowledge or the entire universe and have then taken such pride in these brilliant creations of their own intellects and have regarded them as so complete and perfect that observation of nature was regarded as superfluous and unnecessary. That was by B.J. Palmer founder or the developer of chiropractic. In today's tick, we're going to grow in our understanding of deductive reasoning and how that relates to chiropractic. As you listen, make sure you share us with your classmates, colleagues, and friends, and feel free to tag us at today's tick. Now let the class begin. What causes one student of chiropractic to get the big idea that lies within the chiropractic philosophy and the other student to walk away from it and search for something else to either replace it or add to it? Within the search for the wisdom that lies in the investigative processes of turning knowledge into actual perception, our senses crave for something that's real, something that we can taste, touch, or hear. This process of turning information into reality can happen through several forms, and deductive reasoning is one of those forms. So what is deductive reasoning? Deductive reasoning is an act of reasoning that is characterized by or based on the conclusion of particular instances from the general law or principle that's already true. You're concluding a new thought based on an already accepted fact, principle, or truth. While you're investigating the philosophy, science, and art of chiropractic, utilizing deductive reasoning is a natural form of thought and it's a process in search of truth and understanding. Using this thought process is a means of building your perception on foundations of principles or facts. And that's necessary in today's world. You see, building perception on foundations or principles or facts means that we're deducing more principles or facts. Deductive reasoning draws information out of that which is already true. 
which then makes more truth and fact within the new deduced perception. It's awesome, it works. Deductive reasoning was used in our profession by starting with a major premise that could not be denied and then logically concluding statements that must also be true by reasoning from this major premise that's true. This process of deducing truth from a major premise was useful back then in the development of our profession while they were building certainty, but it's just as powerful now as it was over 100 years ago. You need to look into it. Well, for example, um, of deductive reasoning, and a real simple one for you to use would be like this. A major premise would say, my dog is always barking when someone's at the door, always barking. And so the deduced conclusion would be, my dog is not barking right now, so no one is at the door. That's a simple one for you. Another example of uh, deductive reasoning that applies to chiropractic is within our 33 chiropractic principles. And I think we could just take a look at a half dozen of them uh, to give you an example of what deductive reasoning looks like. We'll dive into the rest of them on a different episode. So Ralph Stevenson, a chiropractor who published a book in 1927 called The Chiropractic Textbook, in it he presented the core principles of chiropractic and uh, the process of presenting the principles he relied upon was deductive reasoning. Uh, we're not going to discuss all of them right now. Again, we'll dive into them in a later episode. But let's start with the major premise that cannot be denied and then deduce a few principles from that. And so the major premise in chiropractic is there's a universal intelligence in all matter continually given to it all of its properties and actions, thus maintaining it in existence. The number two would be the chiropractic meaning of life, the expression of this intelligence through matter is the chiropractic meaning of life. And so the second principle uh, that we deduced from the major principle again is the chiropractic meaning of life. So number two would be the expression of this intelligence. The expression of this intelligence through matter is the chiropractic meaning of life. And so from there, we can do, deduce another one, which is number three, the union of intelligence and matter. And so the first one was the major premise. The second one was the meaning of life. And now the third one we're going to deduce is the union of intelligence and matter. And that is life is necessarily the union of intelligence and matter. And so from there, we're still deducing, hang tight, Number four is the triune of life. And so uh, the deduced principle and the fourth principle is this. Life is a triunity having three necessary united factors, namely intelligence, force, and matter. So we started with number one, which was universal intelligence. And number two, we moved into the meaning of life. And then we deduce number three, which is the union of intelligence and matter. And then number four, we deduce that there's a triune of life, which has um, intelligence, force, and matter. And from here, we're going to deduce another principle. These were all written by Rolf Stevenson in his chiropractic textbook. Look into it. Number five.
five, the fifth deduce principle is this gang, the perfection of the triune. In order to have 100% life, there must be 100% intelligence, 100% force, and guess what? 100% matter. And so he deduced that from the prior principles. And, and here's the final one that we'll talk about today, which is number six, the principle of time. The principle of time is this. There is no process that does not require time. And so based off of all of those principles, all starting with the major premise, he created these truthful statements, these truthful principles that you can use in your communication or you can use in your practice of chiropractic because we started from something that was true and uh, cannot be denied. These principles within chiropractic are deduced from that major principle and um, from there, deduction is really a process of reduction. Reduction or subtracting something. That's the definition by nature. So deductive thinking is reducing new truth from something that's already true and subtracting logic from current logic. So the question is, how can you use this compelling way of thinking in chiropractic? First and foremost, I would recommend study the 33 principles that have all been concluded from that major premise. The more you know about the principles within our profession, the more truth and clarity you'll have when either studying chiropractic, delivering chiropractic, or receiving chiropractic. So how can you use the compelling way of thinking is a twofold process in my opinion. Number one, you can use this deductive way of thinking to reinforce your conviction for chiropractic. It will help you create clarity behind the purpose of the chiropractic adjustment. In most cases, in most topics, life is complicated, um, including the ideas and practices of chiropractic. You know, if you asked like a hundred different people what chiropractic was and what the chiropractic adjustment was, you'd probably get 99 different answers due to the confusion and the communication and theories and principles that we've induced into the profession throughout the past 100 years. I propose using this way of thinking to deduce logic from the principles that are true and tested. You can study these principles to find out something that you know has validity in the practice and in the process of communicating chiropractic. So that's my first recommendation is uh, conviction. My second uh, would be deductive reasoning in the way we're communicating chiropractic. People at large think logically and would really appreciate someone explaining how they can benefit from chiropractic in a way they understand through reasoning. Sometimes within chiropractic, there's this approach, and it's not just in chiropractic, it's in life, but there's this approach uh, to make things complex, complex ideas that can create confusion and make points uh, within the conversation that are altogether lost. Deductive reasoning creates clarity from principles that are true and not new theories and ideas that are not necessarily tested or tried. For that point, let's simplify the chiropractic objective through reasoning or in the Latin phrase, reductio ad absurdum. 
translated means reduced to absurdity. Let's remove all the unnecessary verbiage and reduce chiropractic to its simplest possible explanation. My mentor, Reggie Gold, taught me that a long time ago. He uh, taught me uh, practicing uh, chiropractic can be complicated, but if you want to help communicate chiropractic, you want to help yourself have more conviction, just reduce it to its most simple, simplest, purest form. Not that the other forms are necessarily wrong, but just keep the explanation of chiropractic logical uh, so that you know that you can communicate properly to those that may not know as much as you. Uh, Reggie was a master communicator and uh, he taught me this process reduced to absurdity. So I appreciate you, Reggie, for that. My deductive communication about uh, the chiropractic objective uh, would be the following. If I had to explain the chiropractic objective, I would say uh, it uh, recognizes, chiropractic recognizes the innate recuperative power of the body to better express itself when free of vertebral subluxation due to the relationship between structure and function as coordinated by the neurological system and how that relationship affects the preservation and restoration of well-being. Simple yet effective in nature and reducing it uh, to absurdity doesn't necessarily mean that you don't preserve some of the original principles, just means you wanna keep chiropractic uh, tied to this, the principles uh, within the roots of the profession. You know, having that connection to the founder and developer of chiropractic is vital, but let's not stop our search for truth and wisdom. Let's keep deducing. Let's continue our investigation through further deducting reasoning and logic on the what, how, and why of chiropractic. There you have it. I hope you enjoyed this episode. Let me let us know what you're enjoying with these episodes by tagging us at Today's Tick on social media. If this is your first time, please subscribe. Leave us a review. Reviews help us spread the message about chiropractic and the location, analysis, and correction of vertebral subluxation. Share this episode with your friends, classmates, and colleagues. Be a champion. Send them this episode. Send it to them because you never know how far reaching something you think, say, or do today will affect the lives of millions tomorrow. That was written by BJ Palmer. As always, I like to end our episodes with the definition of chiropractic in this world we say chiropractic is a healthcare discipline that recognizes the innate recuperative power of the body to heal itself through identifying and caring for vertebral subluxations due to the relationship between structure and function as coordinated by the neurological system and how that relationship affects the preservation and restoration of well-being Thanks, and we'll see you on the next episode. The information in this podcast is not intended to diagnose, mitigate, or prescribe the use of any technique as a form of treatment for any physical conditions, symptoms, or diseases. 
directly consult with a qualified healthcare professional for any chiropractic or medical advice. And in addition to the benefits of chiropractic care, one should also be aware of the existence of some risk. Risk associated with chiropractic care may include soreness, musculoskeletal sprain, strain, and fracture. In addition, there have been reported cases of stroke associated with chiropractic care. Research and scientific evidence do not establish a cause and effect relationship between chiropractic care and the occurrence of stroke. Rather, studies indicate that people may be consulting chiropractors when they are in the early states of a stroke. In essence, there is a stroke already in process. However, you are being informed of this reported risk.